Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Home Wrecker Podcast. I am the Golden Greek, I guess, still. I still am. And I feel like calling myself that today, so I, I, I will be the Golden Greek, Alex Arion. I'm joined, as always, by my beautiful, lovely, gorgeous, amazing trophy wife, the lovely Monique. Monique. Hi. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. We got our kitty howling in the background. I don't know if that's getting picked up by it the is. or not. Yeah, I can hear Holy it. Holy cow, she is She's loud. so loud. She sounds like a, like a baby crying or child. She is so loud. I, and you know what she's howling at right now? What? She's trying to get into our son's bedroom and he oh. has the door closed because he doesn't want to be loud while yeah. he's watching his, he's watching uh, a movie. Yeah. And he doesn't want to hear us and he doesn't want us to hear him. So he has closed his door and she's outside of his bedroom door, just howling to get in because I'm not (laughs) in my bed. (laughs) So she can't cuddle with me. So, ah, you gotta love it. So that's that sound in case you're like, what the hell is that? (laughs) Yeah. I'm hearing. Well, she stopped. Yeah. So anywho, so, uh, how are you doing? I'm great. Now that we've been, I, I'm all off now. That just threw me way off. Oh, sorry. No, it's, no I, it's I'm okay. great. I I actually, I'll share with people for anyone interested. I tried a different recipe today. I was going to make chicken parm and I like to make my own tomato sauce and I wanted to have it over spaghetti squash. Sp- I can't even talk spaghetti squash instead of pasta. And I did a Whole Foods order where I just have them like I do curbside pickup and they gave me butternut squash instead. So I was like, okay, well, what can I do with this? And I thought, what if I put the butternut squash in with a pasta? So what I did, and this was the first time I did this, but I cut up like onions, put just like whole cloves of garlic, uh, cut up some tomatoes, and I did like onions, garlic, uh, peppers, like green, red, yellow and orange peppers and the tomatoes and then another pan I cut the butternut squash I put like olive oil on it and like oregano and basil and salt and pepper and then I just roasted it in the oven and then once it was all roasted then I put it in my um, big dutch oven pot and I put it in there with some more olive oil and uh, different herbs and I just cooked it up and then I added some tomato paste and I used an emulsion blender and I like because I don't like chunky sauce I like it more smooth it was so good and creamy and then like I made like the fried chicken just in a pan with like olive oil and then I baked it with some sauce and cheese on it it was so good it was delicious yes but it was just cool because I did a different I did something different with the sauce I added butternut squash and I think it helped make it really creamy too it was delicious 
It was very good. I'm, I'm not a fan. I'm usually not a fan of having uh, chicken over pasta or, you know, chicken parm, whatever you want to call it. That's usually not my thing. I don't really... I'm not. I don't I, know. Yeah, because I asked you. Yeah, because I'm And I was I'm like, like nah, do you want some? And you're like, I don't like chicken parm. Yeah, well, I, this wasn't really chicken parm, though. This was different. How is it different? Because it wasn't the... Well, okay, you, you made a chicken breast. It was a grilled chicken breast, right? No. Did you grill it? How'd you make the chicken breast? I, I breaded it. I got panko and I added like seasoning to it and I dipped it the chicken in a scrambled egg and then in the breadcrumbs. Okay. And then I like lightly fried it or cooked it in the olive oil. Well, okay. I and guess I when I think of fried chicken, I think... Deep fried. Deep fried, KFC. Like that's what comes up in my mind. That's how I picture it. That's what I associate it with. So when I cut into the chicken, it was so moist and tender and it, it wasn't... It, it to me, I guess, yeah, technically it was fried, but it's not what I would consider fried. It wasn't I deep guess. fried, but it was delicious. It was very good, and the sauce itself that that you made, wow, it was just fantastic. It was really really good. I changed my mind because I was smelling everything, and I'm watching you making everything. And I'm like, you know what? That looks pretty good. It smells fantastic. All right, I'll have some, and it was, it was delicious. delicious. So yeah. well done. Thank Bravo. you. And tomorrow I'm making macaroni and cheese and I'm debating. I'm like, I still have one more butternut squash. Do I want to like roast it and then like, like mix it up, kind of mash it and add that to the mac and cheese and make it kind of creamy. So you're making like craft macaroni and cheese? No, I, no, no, I do it all from <laughs> well, scratch. You can't, you can't just not tell people how you make it. Okay. So I. Cause, make- cause you make really good mac and cheese. Thank like you. it's delicious. I boil the, I, they cook the macaroni and then um, in a pot, I strain it, I put it in the pot, I add, we use almond milk, so I do that, and then I add, like, a bunch of different cheeses, and, like, I mix it all together and make it all nice and creamy, and then I put it in this, like, big pan, and then I sprinkle breadcrumbs over it and, like, seasoning, and then I, and, like, more cheese, and I bake it. So it's, like, a, like, a crispy kind of crusty thing on the top. It's, yeah, it's... It's really good. I haven't had it in, you haven't made it in a really long time. It's been like a year. And my waistline is going to be furious. My it's waistline is furious. <laughs> so, so really looking forward to that tomorrow. You know, I said I wouldn't need any. I'm probably you going to now. Little. Yeah, a little always turns into a lot though. You know how that goes. It's good. It's made with love. Right. Right. So how about you? How about me? What's the word? What is the word? Bird. Bird is the word. I'll drink to that. My iced tea that I make <sighs> using a French press. So good. It is so good. I do black tea with elderberries. Ginger. Is this the Monique? I, I, this is how I make food, and this is how I make I'm my tea. I'm just sharing, episode. yeah, <laughs> what, and, and, and lemon, <laughs> and I put, add water. I put it in a French press, and I let it get cold. All right. Anything else? We we just have like the Monique cooking hour. I like to cook. I like to make (laughs) things. I like to do things myself and make it myself because I make it with love. That's all. Yes. It can never go bad if you make it with love. So what are we talking about this week? One of my favorite movies. Yeah, well, with Halloween right around the corner. it is. uh, What... Is one of your favorite movies? 
for Halloween. I'll, I'll give the hearers and watchers a hint and see if they can figure it out. Okay. Anyone? I could barely hear you. What was that? You sound like you have a stutter. <laughs> Friday the 13th. Yay. Yes. All right. The original, 1980. Yes? Yes. Well, I want to talk about all of them a little bit, just touching on it, because I want to sure. talk about the whole franchise, not just the all first right. one. All but right. okay. this movie, man... Again, growing up in a video, like my parents had a video store. I love your parents had a video store. Yes, no kidding. Yes, I love this movie. Do you remember when you first watched it? I watched this movie. The, the first time I saw that movie was I was a teenager for sure. I, I, I had to have been no. You know what? Actually, no. I'm lying. I wasn't a teenager. The first time I saw this movie, I was probably like twenty. Really? Yeah, the first one. I had seen the some of the sequels, never like all the way through, but whenever they were on, you know, cable or whatever. So I never saw them like uncensored. So a lot of like the brutal death stuff, they they added a lot of that out for for TV, and that's what I saw. But I never watched a, a movie all the way through. The first time I ever saw any Friday the Thirteenth, the first one I ever watched from beginning to end was the. Um, Jason goes to hell. That's the first one I saw, and that's I guess one of the ones that people don't like. Like of the, the right, that's like the one that, like most Friday the Thirteenth fanatics are yeah, like. Yeah, I, one's I not feel that like there's great. a handful that people weren't happy with because even like Jason a takes handful. Man, yeah, Jason that'd takes, be five. Five is a handful. Is it? Yeah. Eh. Well, Jason but takes anyway. Manhattan. A lot of people are disappointed with that. I love that one. I, I thought it was great. I never saw it. I never saw Jason Takes Manhattan. I saw, I mentioned this to you the other day, I uh, I saw the commercials for it when it was coming out. Because, mm -hmm. you know, back in the day, all the good, you know, if a movie was coming out and there was a big push for it, you'd have it like every commercial break of any show you watched, you'd get that movie. <laughs> and anytime I was watching wrestling, that that commercial was on all the time. So I remember the commercial and just being like, whoa, Jason's in Manhattan now. The commercials yeah, but, were cool, yeah. Yeah, and, and, and they, I mean, they did a hell of a job mm -hmm. with marketing for it. And so it always stuck with me. Jason Takes Manhattan was Friday 13th Part 8. I knew it because of the commercial. So I was like, wow, there's been seven of these before this. You know, and this is... It's got to be good. Yeah, you, you mom. I guess, but I, I never, like I said, I never really watched any of them all the way through till I saw Jason Goes to Hell, which would have been what the ninth one, right? Uh, I mean, it, but that's but hell, that's yes, technically, that's but it's not a Friday the Thirteenth movie. It's not, it doesn't have Friday the Thirteenth in the title. Well, part of that was because Paramount um, released the rights of Jason, but not of Friday the Thirteenth. So when they took the character Jason. They went to New Line Cinema. I think they weren't allowed to use Friday the 13th. So it was like the final Friday. That's what it was called. 
Jason goes to hell the final Friday. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, the final Friday. So, because they didn't say Friday the 13th, they said the final Friday, and that right. was kind of their loophole of getting around it. Because by that point, everyone knew it was, you know, Jason. Yeah, and that that was the first time I remember renting that movie with one of my childhood friends, and we went, we rode our bikes to the video store, we rented it, went back to his place, and we watched it. And I was first, I was grossed out by it because that was the first time I'd watched. Like I said, one of these movies not on TV, the you know unedited, you know the way the way that it's meant to be seen. So I was a little disgusted by a lot of it because I'm not really a big gore person. Um, but I remember thinking it was it was all right, you know, like Jason was cool when he the way they did everything in that movie. That's the one where he's not really in it for a lot of, until like kind of the like he's in it at the beginning. And he gets, like, blown up right at the beginning of the movie. Like, within the first five, six minutes of the movie, he's, like, blown up. And then he appears at the end. Like, his essence or his whatever, like, possesses people. Yeah. So he jumps from body to body in this one. And then he shows up at the end. Like, I forget whatever happens, but he takes form and yeah. he, he becomes Jason again. But then he gets killed in the very end of the movies when the Freddy glove comes up from the ground and pulls the mask down into... Into hell, I guess. Yes, which basically got everyone ready for Jason versus Freddy. You know yeah. what that reminded me of, too, as you were saying it? The movie Fallen with Denzel Washington. That, was a that good is movie. an awesome movie yeah, for people movie. to check out. But how, like, it changes from person to person. Yeah. And it, it just made me think that. I'm like, hi, huh, I wonder if they got the idea from uh, the final Friday. I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know where that... Because wasn't that con that I forget where that concept comes from, but I I don't think I think the final Friday they kind of ripped it off from, from something, something else because everything's whatever. a rip off of something else. Yeah, well, whatever. Yeah, it's but, okay. But that was the first one I ever saw. Yeah. So I didn't see the first Friday the Thirteenth until, like I said, I was in my twenties, and I was not like a huge fanatic for, of these movies, so I didn't know. Even even in my twenties, I didn't know that Jason wasn't in the first movie. I had no idea. So the swerve at the end. So spoilers for anybody that doesn't know or hasn't seen these movies. Jason's not the killer in the first Friday the Thirteenth movie. So when when it's it's his mother. So okay. when she shows Mrs. up, when Voorhees. Mrs. Voorhees shows yes. up, and and the 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 whole thing happens. I'm like, what what? Wait a minute, where's Jason? What the the fuck's going on and, and that's like i a had huge, no idea and, and like that misconception a lot of people who maybe didn't watch the original or they just forget over time uh the movie scream west craven scream in the very yeah. beginning with drew barrymore you know who was the killer on friday the 13th <laughs> yeah and she's like it's jason jason Voorhees." it's like no it was no, I, it see, wasn't <laughs> i'd be on the phone like um, well, do you mean the first one? Like, which one? Because it was like, <laughs> you know, was it the fifth one, I think? Uh, New Beginning, like, that wasn't Jason. Like, which one are you talking about? Because I need specifics. We which one's New Beginning? What's that? That one? is the one with Tommy Jarvis goes to the... Um, he gets out of, like, a mental institution and goes to... What's it called? Um, and isn't it... Is that the one where the... Uh it's like the ambulance driver is the killer or something? Yes, yes. Okay. Um, trying to think. Uh, like a halfway house. Okay. Yeah. And, and so, like, the, so, yeah, spoilers, like, this kid gets killed there. 
somebody loses their mind and like kills somebody and then it's like turns out to be the ambulance driver it's not jason tremendous yes but going to Friday the 13th, the original, this movie came out in 1980. It was directed by Sean S. Cunningham, and it starred Betsy Palmer, who was an actress. I think most of her work was in the 50s, and um, from all accounts, she even admitted that she thought the script was garbage she actually saw it and threw it in the trash and then she needed a new she needed a new car because hers wasn't really working she needed money so she decided to take it thinking that well nobody's gonna see it nobody will care it won't matter but it turned out to be such an iconic movie and franchise and i'm sure she's probably still is she still alive this this woman betsy i think so she's probably still doing the convention circuit if those are even still going on and so, uh, yeah, yeah. It, it, the, worked out well for her. It really did. Um, Adrian King played Alice. So this was kind of her breakout role. And unfortunately, she kind of, I guess, came out of acting when they asked her to do the second one. From When this movie came out, she got a stalker and it was so serious. She was really scared. And so she decided like she didn't really want to have anything to do with it and she asked to get killed like early off in the second movie just because she was so afraid with the stalker that sucks that really sucks but yeah and then kevin bacon this was i think his second movie so he makes an appearance as jack a very brief appearance yeah well yeah he's in it for like what about a half hour right yeah he's got a couple of yeah, yeah i guess and what's interesting is for a bit. Mrs. Voorhees doesn't say her first name in this movie. She just introduces herself as Mrs. Voorhees. That's right. The Pamela comes later. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't realize that. So, yeah, that comes later on. Uh-huh. So, it's just like all these cool little tidbits of stuff that's fun to know. But, yeah. Um, all right. Yeah, interesting. And, yeah, I just want to point out the makeup and special effects. Tom Savini. <laughs> yes. Tom Savini. I yes. love him. He's awesome. He um he, when you watch the practical effects in this movie, like they try really hard and like you read about like what happens like when um Jack like the um when he gets stabbed in the throat and like the bubble kind of of blood that comes up that was accidental it wasn't supposed to do that but tom savini was blowing through the tube and it got stuck and he had to like blow hard and just kind of bubbled and caused that but it makes it look so cool but they put a lot of work into these practical effects like the mass like taking molds of people's faces and heads yeah yeah it, it's so much work and it when you think about just the process of doing that and how good it looks especially for that time because people will see it now and think oh well it's cheesy i still think it looks pretty darn good i thought i mean you know i i thought it looked fine and we we just watched it recently and i thought it looked okay i didn't think it was cheesy mm-hmm. i i mean i i have to say i i think i definitely prefer and it's not just because this is when we grew up or whatever and, and i definitely prefer movies uh, that are like pre CGI. Mm-hmm. I prefer the practical effects. I prefer seeing like the actual stunts. If it's an action movie, yes. I, I prefer seeing like somebody actually jumping out of the, out of a building yeah. or whatever, you know, whatever the case may be. I prefer the practical effects and that kind of thing because it, it's, 
not real, but it it looks it's real. More realistic it, look, it looks than more CGI. Yeah, like the CGI stuff. Yeah, the CGI stuff. It looks great, but it's it's almost too great. If that makes any sense. Well, we, I mean, I've seen movies. I'm like, it looks like a cartoon. It's yeah. Yeah. It's just it's it's I so. I, I, I just I, I don't think that there's as much talent involved in the I mean obviously it's talent to mm-hmm. to be able to create that stuff but it's not I don't know I, I feel like it's almost like cheating kind of like yeah. kind of like how I, same way I feel about music if I if I hear that oh this was all done on on a computer this album was all done on a computer it's like well what, the, what good is that you can't play your instrument you know it yeah. just I don't know no, I get that. That's just, that's my mentality. That's how I look at things. Call me old school, but that's, anyway. Yeah, but Tom Savini, so he was the one who did all these special effects, and I thought he did a really good job. So for people trying to think of Tom Savini, if you're not sure, if you've watched From Dust Till Dawn, he was Sex Machine. Yeah, I, I told you how I met Tom Savini. Yes. And I, I gave him, well, I didn't give him a hard time. I told him that, he kind of gave me a hard time. I told him I watched his movie, The Ripper. That came out that he he was the star of this movie, and I happened to just pick it up one night at Blockbuster, and it was it looked horrible, it looked cheesy, and it was like he's on the cover of it, like a like an animated picture of him, but you could tell it's him, and he's like he plays Jack the Ripper, who comes like to the future, somehow gets incarnated in like present times or whatever, and goes around on like a killing spree. So I told him when I met him, like, hey, yeah, I actually just watched a movie that you were in. You were the, uh, in The Ripper. He's like, ugh, fucking burn that copy. It's like that, that that piece of shit movie. He's like giving me shit about it. I'm like, uh, all right. Well, I, I, I thought it was all right. I didn't think it was horrible. It's like, fuck, piece of shit movie. <laughs> like, Let's just say, well, you made okay. it bearable. All right. You, you made Sor- it good. Sorry, Tom. But... <laughs> He, he, sorry I mean, to piss in your Cheerios yeah, today. I'm sorry. I, I almost like it. Almost felt like I kind of got him in a bad mood by telling him that. I'm like, oh, sorry, dude. I'm just, <laughs> excuse me. Shouldn't have mentioned it, I guess. But uh, but sorry for that. He seemed all right. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> sorry, sorry for giving me shit about that. He was all right. A little bit of a sore subject. But yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. He he doesn't he doesn't like Aww. that movie. Or he didn't when I met him. Maybe maybe he's changed because this was you know a while ago yeah but anyway yeah so yeah and, and you know speaking to him he the reason he got into practical effect or the reason why his practical effects look so good i guess he was a, a photographer in vietnam yes so he was like a war photographer mm-hmm. so he i guess saw gore and stuff up close so he knows what it looks like or has a pretty good idea of what that stuff looks like and so was able to, I guess, take that knowledge and use it. And and he, he, he he's made, put a lot of good use to made, it. Made it made a career out of, yeah, out of practical exactly. effects in the movies. Exactly. So. But yeah, so this movie, again, like people think, oh, Friday the 13th. Anyone who, like for me, when I was born, it's like this movie came out the year I was born. So obviously I didn't see it when it came out. But when I got older and I watched it and then you watch the series for people who don't watch it in order. a lot When of you t- say the series, I don't mean to cut you off. Do you mean the, the 
television series, series no. or the series of movies? We'll talk about that okay. too. There's the just series of sure. movies, like one, okay. two, yep. three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Got it. Um, you know, people, because he created this iconic role of this killer, this big silent killer with a hockey mask. Who created? Jason Tom, Voorhees. Tom Savini? No, the character of Jason, you know, have like what the, everyone knows him as the killer with the hockey mask. That's yep. like the aura he created for himself. That's how he became known. But when you go back to the first one, it's like there was no Jason. There was no Jason. And the second one. There's wore, no hockey mask. There's no hockey mask. He wore a canvas yeah. bag. Yeah. yeah. So, so the hockey mask doesn't show up till the third one, The third one, right? one yes. Mm-hmm. But it's very interesting. Yeah. And I mean, I've said it on the show before, I had a crush on Jason Voorhees when I was a kid. And it was like he was the strong silent type. And such a freak. You couldn't see his face. <laughs> he had a hockey mask on. So. Such a freak. Eh, whatever. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, I don't Jason know what you want Voorhees me to say. Crush. Nothing. Yes. Um, but yeah. And. So he create. you say he created this iconic character. Well, the writers, the directors. <laughs> That's like, why I said, who are you talking about, Tom Savini? Because no. you well, weren't very okay. clear. Let me let me rephrase. Jason became an iconic character known by his hockey mask. All because right. think about, like, were people afraid of, like, anyone in a hockey mask before Jason Voorhees started wearing it? If, you like, you saw someone with a hockey mask on, would that creep you out? Well, let me put it this way. When I real when I was growing up and, and you see the commercials for the mm-hmm. Friday the 13th movies and obviously it must have been at the third one and beyond, growing up as a kid, I didn't watch hockey. I, I didn't play hockey. I didn't have any friends that played hockey, so I didn't know much about hockey. The first time I saw a hockey game or I saw kids playing hockey and they had the mask, I'm like, why are they wearing a Jason mask? So... For me, it kind of worked the other way. For me. Yeah. But I, I, so I can't say, you know, uh, you know, I was in reverse of what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Like, so I was like, why are, why are they wearing a, every time I'm looking at a goalie, I'm like, why, why is he wearing a Jason mask? What, what What's going on? That why, is awesome. What's that about? So that's how growing up, that's how, that's how my mind, mm-hmm. you know, interpreted everything and saw everything. So. I love that. But yeah, yeah. Like, see, have a chance. I don't think I've ever told mask. you that before. No, I never, I never no, told you that before. I didn't yeah. know that. No, yeah, that's 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 my memories. Yeah, mm-hmm. I didn't. Yeah. Well, anyway. why don't we go over this movie really quickly? Basi- Which one? The first one. The first one. Yeah. Okay. So basically, what do you want to go over? I, I just kind of want to go over what it's about because I want to touch a little bit about all the movies. All right. So Jason is a is a kid who drowns and. He was, uh, I guess, supposed to be being watched by the camp counselors. He's at Camp Crystal Lake, mm-hmm. which we find out is in New Jersey, right? Yes, New Jersey. So it's New Jersey. He drowns because the counselors that were supposed to be watching him were, were having, sex. having sex, supposedly. Mm-hmm. And flash forward to 1980, I guess the he drowns in 59, right? 57. The, the camp opens in 57, no, camp opened in 1935. He drowns Sorry, in 57. Sorry, 35. He drowns 57. A year later, two, year ki- later, two kids get killed. Counselors. Two camp, camp counselors. counselors. Yeah, get, get killed. Get killed while they're having sex or they're about to have sex. Yeah. 
and, and then, then the camps close. Camp closes down. Fast forward to 1980. Uh, the original owners of the camp are going to reopen their son or whatever's going to reopen it. And he's got people there working. And that night, it's Friday the 13th. Full moon. Full moon, of course. And people start dying one they by do. one. And there's the heroine, Alice, who, spoiler, survives. Yeah. Um, and that's, and, and you Mrs. find out it's, it's, it's Mrs. Mrs. Voorhees. Yeah, so there's no away. Jason. So that was in 1980. So yep. 1981, part two came out. So it came out that fast. Yeah. Huh? It was like, actually, boom, that makes boom, sense. Boom, boom. Like one after another with Yeah, because eight came out, what, in 88? Was it 80? Or 89? Uh, Eighty-nine. Okay. All right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, yeah. Okay. That sounds right. Yeah. But so part two, this is where we finally get the character Jason, and he's not wearing a hockey mask. He's wearing a canvas bag. But the premise is the backstory is that he survived. He didn't drown, and he was off living in the woods, which I guess doesn't really make any sense. But but he saw his mother get decapitated by Alice, and so that triggers him. So he's been killing. living in the woods this whole time. Yes. Okay. You know, <laughs> sure. according to the backstory. Sure. But that triggers him to start killing because he was traumatized by seeing his mom killed. Right. And this yeah. is, again, the, the Friday the 13th movies get all the, the mythology, mm-hmm. the storyline, all that gets kind of jacked around. So it's kind of hard to keep track of of the the basic premise, but I guess that's kind of the thing that usually for the most part stays. Yeah. Kinda, yeah. Right. Jason and his mom. Yeah. Yeah. I, I used to do like the meme for mother's day, like happy mother's day. I'd have like a, a picture of like Jason Voorhees and Mrs. Voorhees hugging. Oh, uh, right. So then in 1982, um, Part three came out, and that's where the hockey mac- mask got introduced. Yep. Um, 1984, the fourth one, the final chapter came out. This is the one with Corey Feldman. So this is the one where Corey Feldman's character, Tommy Jarvis, he's like a kid. And basically, um, like, he has to go up against Jason. I think it's like him and his sister, his older sister. Um, I don't re- I don't. I think I've ever seen this one. Yeah. I don't recall. And then um, Five, A New Beginning, was that 85, 1985? So this is the one we talked about. Tommy's now older. He goes from a mental institution to a halfway house. It's like this camp kind of place. It's not Corey Feldman this time. No, it's a different actor. And um, Yeah, that's right. Because the, the, sorry, the, the timeline of these movies... They, they jump, like, yeah. all over the place. Because, like, part two is supposed to take place, like, right after the first one. Okay. But, like, this one, you go from, like, four to five, and it's years later. Yeah, because Tommy's a little kid, probably seven, eight years old, maybe ten. We'll, give, we'll say ten. I'd say, like, uh, but by the t- twelve. Between ten and twelve. He's 12, young. Yeah. He's young. I don't know about that. So... And then you, you jump, fa- it's got to flash forward at least eight years, we'll say. Yeah. Eight or nine years, because he's a young man. At when you see him again. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, the timeline's all jacked up on but these. Yeah, this Doesn't one is where sense. there's a twist because everyone thinks, you know, the killer is Jason, but it's not. It's Roy. So Jason's not even in it at all, right? Yeah, because they kind of do like with the first one, the first person point of view, um, but at, it's like not, from the killer. Yeah, but it's not. Yeah. But he's not in no, it at all. No, That's no, what I mean. it's, it's um, 
Yeah, it's not Jason. Um, though they lead you to believe through that whole time that it is. It isn't. So then number six, 1986, is Jason Lives. And this is one where... This one was interesting because Tommy Jarvis, this is like he returns again and he's like, he, I think he like gets out of a mental institution again and he's like, I need to make sure Jason is dead. And when I saw it, I was like, I, I don't know why I just loved it. He like takes like a rod iron from like the cemetery fence or something and he stabs Jason with it and then like lightning strikes and it like revives Jason like Frankenstein's monster and it brings him back. I thought, yeah, I love that part. Awesome. Yep. So Jason lives. And then we have number seven, The New Blood from 1986. And this is where uh, he gets a new, I guess, what's the word I want to use? Not rival, but a uh, new heroine to come in, Tina Shepard. Oh, this is the one where, like, where she's, she's psychic. She, or telekinetic or whatever. Yeah. Telekinesis. Whatever she uses. Yeah. She uses her psychic abilities to defeat Jason. That was like a big thing in the 80s. Or when did Carrie come out? That was in the 70s, right? That was in the 70s. Okay. And then Firestarter, that was the 80s, right? Mm -hmm. And that was like the same kind of deal, like telekinesis and stuff. It's it's funny that those type of abilities are used as, as horror movie type, you know, story points story plots for for the heroes you know it's kind of yeah it's, it's kind of interesting here i am thinking if i had telekinetic powers i'd be laying in bed like getting my coffee made for me without having to get out <laughs> all right <laughs> but anyway i just i just i'm sorry I just, I just found that interesting because again carrie yeah that's one of the like iconic horror movies mm-hmm. and then same thing fire is like a drew barrymore movie yeah. that's another one it's like yeah. i guess you could say it's a classic and and now the the telekinesis comes to yes, Friday the thirteenth. It does with yeah. Tina, yeah. Right. And then we have number eight, Jason takes Manhattan, where he basically spends like just the very last part in New York. So it's just the last part. It's of like it. the last part where he's actually in New York, and I'm like, why is there so much toxic waste in New York? So <laughs> what's he doing the rest of the time? Killing people. Because okay. so they go in, from Camp Crystal Lake on a boat. So he kills a bunch of people on, in Camp Crystal Lake? Yes. And they, they, they take a boat from Camp Crystal Lake to somehow get in the Atlantic and go to New York. Okay. So yeah. geographically, are we, are we to assume that Camp Crystal Lake, that that lake has tributaries that run out to the Atlantic Ocean. Is it connected to a river, maybe? And then they went up the river to get to the ocean? Uh, all right. I don't I'll, know. Okay. I, I didn't know if that was ever We're just going to go along with it. It's, we'll it's a movie. It. Just, just, yeah, just go with it. Can't, can't think too much about it. Yeah. But yeah, Jason Takes Manhattan. That was 1989. So he kills a bunch of people at Camp Crystal Lake, and you said he just shows up in New York at the end of the movie. That's it? Well, it's like the last part of the movie. So... It's so like the final act of the movie, I, I kinda, like the last yeah. 15 minutes or so? Yeah, I, I don't even know if it's like the, the last third of the movie, maybe a little less than a third. Wow. Yeah. So what the hell is he doing? It's less than half. So he's killing people at the camp? On the boat. What boat? Oh, oh, he gets on a boat. Well, we don't actually see him get on the boat. I don't know if maybe he just is like hanging on to like the end of it, like... Then he climbs up on the boat, but okay. while it's cruising, I don't know. It's not 
they, so don't, he, they don't really like. So he kills it. a bunch of people on a boat, and then he just does he just commandeer the boat to well, New York. Well, he he kills them in Camp Crystal Lake, and then he kills them on a boat, and then he kills them in New York. Thank you. How does he get to New York? He takes the boat and drives it they to New York. They don't specify. No, they don't he doesn't show drive anything. the boat. They show the boat going. He's in the water. He climbs up on the boat. Okay, he, so he's in the boat. He's he on the boat. He kills people on the boat. Yeah. Does I, I presume he kills the captain of the boat. I don't know. He kills everybody. So then he must have driven the boat to New York. It was already in New York when he got on the boat. Do you get my point? No. See, this, see, I'm confused. They don't specify how. Like they, It's not like he climbed on the boat and was just hanging out while it went to new york it's like they show like the boat leaving and him like going to the boat and then like when they get when you to new say york, going to the boat what do you mean going to the boat like the people are on the sorry going they're on the boat going to new york you see the boat going to new york like it's leaving camp crystal lake okay and he's following them he like goes in the water if memory serves correct to follow them but they don't he's actually swimming show. following them i don't know Swimming, maybe? Okay. All right. They I, don't specify. Okay. I need to watch it again, I guess. All right. You, the, the way you're explaining, maybe it's, maybe it's just whatever, but I, I you're explaining it very confusingly. I apologize. It's a confusing. Like, they go from a lake to the ocean, so. Okay. Well, that's what I'm saying. If you're saying he doesn't even get, he doesn't even get on the boat till he's in New York. Well, what the fuck's he doing? How does he get from Crystal Lake to New York? That's what I want to know. I, I, I. Is he hanging on to a chain? Is it, what's he what doing? I, that's what I thought. I thought maybe he's hanging on like like the, the back of the boat. Like is there like something he's hanging on to and he's just like getting dragged that's in what I'm. That's what know. I'm saying. Okay. That's what I assumed. I don't know. I don't, okay. I don't remember. Right, well, that, I'll have to would, watch it again. All right. I, I, all right. <laughs> that would make a little more sense <sighs> yeah. than kills people at Crystal Lake. Maybe he's Boat swam. leaves and then you don't see Jason again and he doesn't get on the boat again. Till he's in New York. What? Like, huh? Did he teleport? What the fuck? He, he might have swam. I don't know. Okay. <sighs> so then Moving we have on. nine, part nine. Which we talked about. Final Friday, Jason goes to hell. Yes, yeah. 19. That, and that was like later. That was 93. Yeah, I remember. Because it went from like 89 to 93. Yeah, I remember being in high school when that came mm -hmm. out. And yeah, like I said, we rode our bikes. When, when it came out, Like it was my, my uh, childhood friend Nick. And he really wanted to see it so bad. I'm like, all right, I guess. Okay. And like I said, I, I was I wasn't crazy about watching it, but I saw it and I'm yeah. like, Oh shit. It's kinda kinda crazy. Well, this is where, you know, Jason's <laughs> supposed to die at the and end. And that was why, yeah, because he's supposed to finally die at the end of it. That was the hook. And then they gave the teaser and at the very end for Freddy versus Jason. Yes. Yeah. But that didn't happen. Not and, not yet. And the reason why they we're able to do that is because new line new line so mm -hmm. what happened was paramount they sold the rights is uh, that what happened no 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 so i think paramount i don't know do they not want to do it anymore um i'm trying to think i think it was this one the well it might have been I, this I know one i know that jason takes manhattan did not do well at the box office yeah. So they that was probably when they decided. I think that's when they went to New Line and they got the name Jason. Well, they, yeah, I think what happened was because we watched, but the, not Friday we the watched 13th. the Crystal Lake Memories documentary, uh -huh. which was like eight hours long, something ridiculous. I think it was seven hours. But anyway, anyway and they go through every movie one by one and they kind of give you a little bit of a synopsis. So 
uh, and they talk about some uh, some of the backstory of the movies. And I believe that's what they said. Again, apologies if if I get this wrong. This was a long documentary. We watched it over several nights, uh, but I think what happened was. Uh, Jace Takes Manhattan was kind of a flop. It didn't do well at all. No, and so yeah. they decided, yeah, we're not, that. That's probably gonna be the last one we do. Mm-hmm. So I think they maybe. I don't know if they. I don't know if New Line went to them and said, "Hey, give it to us or sell us the rights or what." I think they went to New Line, but they wanted to do something with Freddie and Jason for a while, and it was a matter of getting that to work. So this was their New way Line to- did or Paramount did. No, the guys like Cunningham and like the yeah, people involved, so, but. Yeah, but they were not with Paramount. No. Well, what I'm saying is, like, the team, the the people who have been working on these films wanted to get a Freddy versus Jason, but because well, they Cunningham were at Paramount. Cunningham wasn't involved. He was only in the, in the fir- involved in the first one. But even, like, other directors, other writers. Yeah, I'm sure everybody wanted yeah, to get a part of that's that. that's what I'm and, saying. And they all wanted to do that. That's where they wanted to okay, see it going. Okay, but you're saying they all wanted, but you're not specified. I'm saying who Paramount? I don't remember. The studio or the new line? How did they acquire the rights? That's what I'm asking. They Paramount, I believe, didn't want to do anymore. So they were done with the Friday the 13th series. Went to New Line. Which people involved? I don't remember the names. I'm not asking for I'm saying Paramount Pictures people went to New Line. The the people who were involved with the Jason films. Because they were like investors and stuff. Okay, so you're saying like producers and investors. Yeah. Okay. And like directors. Okay. Writers. Those people. Okay. Yeah. But anyway, so they go to New Line. So then we get... Sorry, I'm just trying to get a clear story of what's going on. Sorry, sorry for trying to clear that up for everybody. Anyway. Anyway. (laughs) Moving on. (laughs) Moving on, because I don't have the correct answer, apparently. Um... So they did the teaser for Jason versus Freddy, but they weren't able to do that. Everything got kind of shelved. So we got- They weren't able to do what? Jason versus Freddy. Okay. They weren't able to put that out. So we got Jason X, number 10. Yeah, but that didn't come out till- Like 2001, 2002. Jason goes to space. That's what I call it. That's not the actual title, but that's is, what I call that's it. That's pretty, pretty crazy. I liked I, this one. I never saw it. You didn't see I saw, it? I saw part, again, this one where I saw parts of it when it was on cable and I never watched like it. Like some of it was kind of lame, but I didn't care because I still liked it. I think I, I watched, when I saw that it was on cable, I watched parts of it just out of curiosity because I'm like, geez, in space, like, come on. Because it's supposed to be here? like hundreds of years What are they going to do here? Oh, is that, that's why. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but, yeah, okay. I remember them saying that in the documentary. He gets like that's frozen. Right. Interesting. Yeah. So, so these morons who know nothing about him. Morons, <laughs> these morons, <laughs> these morons didn't they know nothing. Yep, so yeah, so we have that, and then after that, we got Freddy versus Jason. Yeah, I, mean, I remember at the time, uh, this would have been probably the mid, yeah, mid 90s. I, whenever the sci fi channel came out, or or whenever it came onto our local cable in, in New Hampshire. I got, I, I was like, oh, wow, sci-fi. Because I was always a big sci-fi fan. And I started watching the sci-fi channel. And they started putting out a magazine. So I started buying the sci-fi channel magazine. I never bought Fangoria or any of those horror-type movies. I never bought any of those. But the sci-fi magazine had a big story about 
the possibility of a Freddy versus Jason movie. And is it going to happen now because some development or whatever. And of course it didn't happen for like another seven or eight years after that. Mm-hmm. But that was the first time I had gotten any wind that there was even, that this was even a thing that might happen aside from the teaser at the end of Jason goes to hell. Aside from that one thing, I didn't hear anything else. Cause remember the, the internet was, didn't really start to become a thing that was like commercially available for people till like 94, 95, maybe even 96. And and even then it wasn't like what it is now, obviously. So you were getting your news from magazines and magazines are coming out and they're printing stuff that, Oh, hot off the press, but it's like six, eight weeks old news that that you're finally reading now in the magazine. You're like, Oh wow, this is going to happen. And, you know, occasionally you'd get news on, like, Entertainment Tonight or something if you mm-hmm. watched those kind of shows. But... So did you watch Freddy versus Jason when it came out? I saw it in the theater. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I was I was excited for it when I, when I found out that it was actually going to... Like, they were making it and everything mm-hmm. else. Because by that point, I, I, was, I was already started wrestling and, and I was in the wrestling business and stuff. And... I, I can't remember exactly, but I heard somebody telling me that uh, I, 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 uh, my memory's foggy on who exactly it was, but somebody was telling me that the guy that was directing it was a big WWF fan and that it was going to be like, he was going to be trying to incorporate a lot of like that kind of stuff into the fight scenes. So I was like, oh, okay, that might be actually pretty cool that, you know, especially yeah. just getting in the wrestling business and stuff and being such a fan. And I remember seeing it in the theater, just being so excited to to see it and seeing like the build up to it. I remember they did like a press conference. <gasps> That's in right, Vegas. yes, yes, like like the <laughs> UFC fights or like yeah, yeah. they had like a weigh in kind of deal. Yeah. They did all that kind of stuff, and they had like you know Jason and and uh, Robert England as Freddie, uh, you know, in gimmick doing like a press conference kind of thing. And I, I I'm not sure. I'll have to check, but I I believe it might be on the DVD extras because we have the DVD. Yes, we do. I'll have to check, and if 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 it's on there, we gotta watch it because I remember, I remember it being really really entertaining. Uh, but I haven't seen it obviously in years. But, uh, yeah, I remember seeing that in the theater. I was psyched, and I remember I got the movie soundtrack because it had a bunch of awesome bands on there. It's real heavy metal type, you know, like hard rock mm-hmm. thrash metal kind of stuff on there. So I remember buying that soundtrack and being excited about it. And it had two different, uh, the CDs. It was like two different C, or it might have even been three different CD covers that came out. One had like Freddy, one had Jason, and one had both of them. Hmm. So, you know, it was all the same music, yeah. but you could buy whichever one you preferred. Yeah, the cover that deal. You Yeah. So I remember that being a thing. So, yeah, I was psyched for it because I, I liked Freddy. I thought Freddy was cool because I saw all the Nightmare on Elm Street movies. Yeah. Growing up, mm-hmm. I didn't see all the Friday the 13th, but I saw all the Nightmare on Elm Streets. And I, I liked Freddy because he was like witty, like a wisecrack. Yeah. You know, he, he would, you know, be a wise ass and yeah. do, do all that kind of shit. So to me, he was more entertaining. Obviously, being young when I saw it, I didn't put together the pieces of he was a child murderer and all yes. this stuff. Like I didn't really... Yeah. It wasn't computing as a mm-hmm. kid because I, I saw that first Nightmare on Elm Street movie when I was like 
yeah probably seven or eight so you, I didn't you don't really... get that and as the movies go on like he get it gets more funny like he gets yeah, more of a sense yeah. of humor he's like and, a ham you know yeah. <laughs> and, and that's what i loved about freddie because i was like he's funny so like you have jason who's the strong silent type and then i had a crush on freddie because he was really funny he had a good sense of humor yeah i like funny guys what can i say so there you go yeah but anyway uh, yeah, so I was I was excited. So who did you root for? I was rooting for Freddie uh, when I first saw it. What you know when it first came out because that's who I mm-hmm. that was that was who I grew up liking. Yeah. So that was still kind of my sentimental favorite, if you will. And uh, again, spoilers for anybody that never saw it. At the end, it's they they kind of both die. But they kind of both lose it, but they kind of both win. Yeah, it's yeah. but but you have Jason, but like the the movie ends, but then it like shoots to it, it like cuts to a scene where it's like Jason coming up out of the water. Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh fuck, okay, so he's not dead, so he's alive. All right, I guess he wins. But then he's walking up and he's got Freddy's head because mm-hmm. Freddy gets decapitated, not by Jason, but he gets decapitated by the, the heroine, the heroine of, the of the movie, and he comes up and he's got Jason. Uh, Jason's got Freddy's head in his hand, and and you see like. All of a sudden, the eyes turn yeah. and Freddy he winks. winks. The yeah. Freddy winks at, at the camera, and like the 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 Nightmare on Elm Street, like the the little tones go do do do, and then it goes yeah yeah yeah, and and then the and then the credits roll, and I remember being like, oh shit! So Jason's alive and Freddy ain't dead. All yeah. right, cool. So we're gonna probably have a sequel or whatever, which hasn't happened. Not yet, anyway. But yeah, I I, I kind of rooted for Jason. You were, you were, did you see in the theater when it came out? I don't even remember. Wow. I don't even remember. But it had um, Kelly Rowland, who was known for being in Destiny's Child with Beyonce. Now, was she... Okay, when did Destiny... When were they a thing? I don't know. Was that, that was late 90s? Late so 90s she had already maybe? done the yeah, Destiny's she Child thing that, before... And then I think okay. Beyonce went on her own. So she okay. got into acting. But I just remember her, like, calling Freddie butter knives. She's like, That's yeah, butter right. knives. Yeah. yeah. And she called him a couple other things that we can't repeat now. No. But I guess they were not in the script and it just from everything I read. Out, it yeah. just kind of came out and they left it in. Yeah. So, yeah, whatever. Yeah. But then, after that one, they did the reboot in 2009, I think it was, with Jared the, Padalecki. The remake. The, is it the re... It's okay, yeah, yeah, the yeah. reboot. Okay, yeah. It's, um, You're talking about Friday the 13th. Yeah, Friday okay. the 13th, yeah. the reboot, Jared Padalecki from Supernatural, Danielle Pennebaker. She's been in a few things. Um, I, I remember I watched the movie Sky High, and she was in that. And then, like, she was in an episode of Grimm. Like, she's been in stuff. But, anyway, she's in it. And then um, Travis Van Winkle is in it. And he was in the movie Accepted with that's um, right yeah justin long yes thank you and he was also in a transformers movie that people might know him that's right he was like the jock yeah transformers right that megan fox is going out with before she gets with shia labeouf 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 how do you say Uh his name shia shia yeah i I know here yeah the kid from holes right yeah um but so they're in it and I remember when I went to go see it, I didn't want to see it because I was like, why? Why do they have to do these like remakes of You movies? saw it in the theater? I saw it in the theater. Really? Like, yeah, a group of us from wrestling went. 
Oh, shit. Yeah. And I was like, I don't know how I feel about this. I don't know if I'm going to like it, but it wasn't bad. I didn't hate it. All right. Because it's like they kind of just took it and did their own thing with it. Instead of trying to remake it like like it's the same thing, they just kind of took a story and said, here you go, more modernized. It's still Jason, right? Yeah. I didn't hate it. All right. That's good. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So. Rock and roll. Did you watch it? We watched it. You said we watched it together. I have no recollection I of this at all. I thought we watched it together. Well, I, we'll I must, watch it again. You must have watched it and I must have fallen asleep before we it even started like or something. just one through like all the way to the reboot, just everything through. We should just like boom, boom, boom. You should like rapid fire them? Yes. I'm, I'm fine with that. I, I have no problem with that. That's what That's, I think we should do. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'm and down. Interestingly enough, this whole movie, uh, Shauna's Cunningham when like he put an ad out because he felt like just the name alone would sell for Friday the 13th. Are he didn't even have a, the original movie. Yeah. The original movie. Okay. He didn't even have a script and he put an ad out for it. Like, I guess trying to get investors for it. Didn't even know what it was about. No script, no idea what the movie was about. Just based on off the name alone. He was like, this is going to be a moneymaker. Hey, more power to him. him <laughs> they had a good script and it, it worked. Hey, that right there is an example of somebody who said, fuck it, I'm taking a chance. Yeah. If it fucking fails, oh well. But look what fucking happened. Exactly. So they weren't there you expecting go. the success that that's, they That's achieved. it. So anybody listening, if there's an idea you have and yeah. you want to take a chance, fucking take the chance. Because what's the worst that can happen? Nothing? Mm-hmm. Okay. Or or you could have a big success. So especially with like creative stuff, like yeah. any, anything with like movies or music, anything like art just related. Try. Just fucking do just it. Just do it. If you're listening and you want to start a podcast, just fucking do, do it. it. Just do it. How we do it. It's fucking, not that hard. Yeah. Come on now. <laughs> but yeah, fuck. Yeah. The, the, take a chance. Yeah. Take and have a chance. Fun. And yeah, absolutely. So yeah, that that was that was really, really uh, I don't know, surprised, I guess, by that. But also kind of impressed too that yeah. he, he's just like I don't even have a script. Fuck it. Like it's kind of ballsy. It's like, yeah, it's fuck. These guys got balls. Mm-hmm. Good for him, and it paid off. Yes, good for him. So there you go. And there it is, Friday the Thirteenth. Is that is that all you got for? That's all I really got. Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah. What was the budget of the original Friday the Thirteenth? I don't know. You know. I have to look it up. I, I didn't know if you knew offhand. I don't I, think because I know a that they, they they he got a couple of investors. I remember uh, him talking about that in the uh, documentary mm-hmm. we watched. And wasn't it like he he figured like I'm not gonna find anyone else to invest in this? Pretty much, yeah, yeah. And and, and and obviously the subsequent movies that came out, other people got involved and other producers and everything like that. So yeah, there's a lot of over a half a million. So wow, uh, five hundred fifty thousand dollars. What did it, what did it make its opening weekend? Opening weekend five million eight hundred sixteen thousand three hundred twenty one dollars. What was its total gross? Gross. Uh, thirty nine million. So as seven hundred fifty four thousand six hundred one. So those investors were happy. I'm sure. They made their money back. That's 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 great. But there you go. Yeah. That's that. There's a success story for you. Mm-hmm. So in all of that, there is a success story. Yes. Check it out. So there you have it. So Friday the Thirteenth. So 
yeah, check that movie out for sure. And uh, I, I know I said earlier we watched it recently. Well, yeah, we did watch it recently. We recorded a watch along. Yes, we for did. The, for, the, for the original Friday the 13th. So there, there's your surprise announcement yeah. here at the end of the show. That you will stuck. be available in a couple of days. Yep, we'll put that out so you can enjoy it. Yeah, watch Halloween it over the weekend. Week- yeah, Halloween weekend. So like you can watch it with us. Yeah. Yeah. And and I mean, it, I, I was thinking we should watch Halloween and put that out on Halloween weekend, but it didn't work out that way. Should but we just do an extra watch along, record another one? We could. We could. We could. I don't. We we'll, we'll see. We'll, let's see what happens. We might. So you might get two surprises this week. I don't know. No promises. No guarantees. But you might. If we can, we will. I mean, now that we said it, we kind of have to. You can't. You can't just say maybe. You can't blue ball the audience like that. I think we've just decided what we're going to be doing. Alrighty. So, all right. So check it out. You're going to have. Two bonus episodes this weekend. You'll have Friday the 13th and Halloween. Which, Both the originals. Yeah, and which Friday the 13th, they kind of ripped off Halloween, the silent killer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Female, you know, yeah. heroine, yeah. Yeah. So what? Hey, it worked. Hey, it worked. It worked. I'm thankful they did. Absolutely. I like them both. Good stuff. Yeah. So while, uh, while we wind down here. Why don't you get uh, some of your plugs out of the way, my lady? How can people find you? You can find me on Twitter at underscore Monique Giselle underscore and at Monique PCHT for my hypnosis Twitter account, Interstandings Hypnosis. If you'd like to schedule a hypnotherapy appointment with me, you get a free 20-minute consult. Go to innerstandingshypnosis.com. And if you're interested in a tarot reading, organite, candles, any of that fun stuff, go to tarotbymonique.com. And Alex, how about you? I am on Twitter at the Alex Arion. I have a website, alexarionfitness.com, which will be back up pretty soon. I'm, I'm doing a bunch of changes to it. And that's about it for me. Right and, for, now. Yeah. and for us, Homewrecker Podcast, you can find us on Twitter at Homewrecker Pod or go to our website, homewreckerpodcast.com. We also are on YouTube and Brideon. So if you're listening to this episode, you can watch it as well and see your kitty jumping in the background and me all that. fidgeting around, yeah. messing around. Every <laughs> time, like, yeah, every time you see me fidgeting, because I'm probably like <laughs> trying to get a cat away from me. Alex, like petting the cat and furs going everywhere, and I'm allergic, so I'm getting like really itchy, so I scratch my nose. Yeah, yeah, you, you get to see all that fun stuff, me messing around. Yeah, to, you get to watch it all. Yeah, yeah. Fun, yeah. fun times. Yeah. You can hear the other cat yep, howling, howling again. Howling again. She's like, oh, intro and outro. I'll, I'll make an appearance. Pr- pretty much. Making a cameo. <laughs> yeah. And, and as always, we do ask uh, if you enjoy the show, if mm-hmm. you enjoy listening to us, uh, tell a friend. Yeah. Tell two. Word of mouth. Yeah. Let's let's uh, let's get some more people listening yes. and watching the Homewrecker podcast. Please. And thank you. Yeah, absolutely. So until next time, we thank everybody for listening or watching. And I am the Golden Greek Alexarion, joined as always by my beautiful, lovely, gorgeous, amazing trophy wife, the lovely Monique. And you've been listening to the Homewrecker Podcast. Yeah, 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 yeah.